0: Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly.
1: How goes it? We're back at it here on the Black and Blue Report this Monday. Hope this finds you well. The sun is out. I know a lot of folks had a great weekend with regards to Mardi Gras. It is in full swing. Even producer Dan is in the holiday spirit here in the Big Easy right now. And it's good to be home, albeit for a day as the Pelicans welcome in the Clippers tonight. I'm Sean Kelly. I'm in the Stu- the Smoothie King Center studios today. Uh, that's because we're getting ready for that game tonight, and uh, hopefully the Pelicans get things turned around against a pretty good Clipper outfit. Uh, three straight losses now for the Pels coming out of the All-Star break, um, and that road trip was uh, kind of heartbreaking. That loss to Washington on a Saturday night, ouch, man, that one, as Coach Williams said, that one stings. stings quite a bit. I thought that... I thought the Pelicans had done a nice job of uh, correcting some things that went wrong in the Charlotte game on Friday, and then to see um, Washington win it on a dunk with less than a second left, uh, that hurt a little bit. So we'll see how it goes tonight. Chris Paul, uh, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Crawford, all those guys in town, uh, they're coming off of a big win yesterday at OKC. They had lost to two prior to that. Uh, so the Clippers, who have won four straight over the Pelicans, uh, roll in here tonight. So maybe we catch them at a good time the second night of a back-to-back. Not many tickets left for tonight. If you want to get in on it, it's a 504-525-HOOP or a pelicans.com. I'd call the phone number, though, uh, at this late hour. Uh, If I were you. More on that with Mike Stanfield in a moment. As a matter of fact, Mike Stanfield will be our first guest today on a big, big show. He's the uh, Senior Director of Sales for the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans are going to begin the ask, as I say, uh, starting today. You can start renewing your season tickets for the 2014-15 season today. You can also get in uh, early here if you want to be a new season ticket holder. Uh, So that process is underway. So I wanted to bring Mike in to talk about that today. And in the spirit of all that, um, Dell Dempse, the general manager of the Pelicans, is our guest today. I haven't visited this long with Dell in quite some time. So we're going to ask a lot of the general manager today, kind of get his take on what's been going on with the team, the injury situation. Do we know any more about that? Uh, Pierre Jackson, we talk about uh, that young player. And we look forward to uh, the offseason and what's to come uh, next season. What's next in the, in the plan here? Uh, and I guess I hadn't asked those questions of Dell Demps in a while, but we're going to ask him today. And it's yours, of course, during segment three of the Black and Blue Report. And then football. Of course, we've got to talk football. The Combine, uh, all last weekend in Indianapolis, our own John DeShazer was there, and he had an exclusive one-on-one with Saints head coach Sean Payton. So that's yours today as well. So a big, big show here on the podcast for Pelicans and Saints fans. Uh, Dell Demps, Mike Stanfield. And Sean Payton. A lot to get through, so we better hurry up and get to our first timeout. And when we come back, we'll jump into the conversation with Mike Stanfield about tickets for the Pelicans and looking a little longer term than even past tonight's game against the Clippers.
0: Serious XM subscribers now have a place to talk NBA 24-7. Sirius XM NBA Radio. To the lane, it up be lazy! Man. With experts like Steve Kerr, Kenny Smith, Lionel Holland, Sam Mitchell, Jerry Stackhouse, and many more. Plus guest appearances by NBA players, coaches, and GMs get closer to this. LeBron to the rim with a two-hand
2: jam. And
0: this. Direct. Page and fires the Rainbow 18. Play. Jumper is a thing of beauty. By listening to SiriusXM XM NBA Radio. Channel 217 and the Sirius XM app. New Orleans Pelican season ticket holders are with the team at the perfect time. Our season ticket holders continue to enjoy benefits that include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions and merchandise, access to the Zataran season ticket holder pregame party, and much more. You'll want to be with us as we take this team to the next level plus most season ticket holders renewing their seats by March 31st will lock in their current ticket pricing call 525 hoop or visit pelicans.com to renew your seats today
3: this is pelicans guard eric gordon and you're listening to the black and blue report
1: all right sean kelly back here on the black and blue report coming to you from the smoothie king center studios a big uh, big week here for the pelicans as we kind of alluded to in the first segment uh, it is time to renew for Pelican season tickets. Uh, it's an annual uh, uh, quest that we go upon, and the ask is underway. And so, with that, this morning we bring in the senior vice president of sales, Mike Stanfield. Mike, good to talk to you. How are things,
3: Sean? It's an exciting time right now out here at 5800 Airline, with everything going going on down at the soup, Smoothie King Center. Actually, tonight's the uh, the first night that is uh, part of our prize jubilee for season ticket holders to renew their their tickets. Tonight we're offering a uh, if you renew your season tickets uh tonight at the end of the game we're going to be doing a uh, giving away uh, autographed jerseys for both Anthony Davis and Drew Brees for any season ticket holders that have renewed their season tickets or even buy new season tickets all so new season tickets for tonight.
1: You're coming out of the gate kind of strong there, aren't you Mike?
3: You know I've had uh it's it's been a uh it's been a great day and uh coming off a great great weekend in New Orleans uh with uh with Mardi Gras going on and uh we're it's no holds it's all go all
1: right so we're talking about the 201415 season and every year we roll out I guess the advantages of renewing early so this year aside from the prize jubilee what else what else is there or why why is there an advantage to 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 pull the trigger now
3: yeah uh a, a lot of it was also, also look bottom line is price we, what we've done last year uh mr benson for, uh lowered the prices in 80% of the building now this year what we've done is if you renew by march 31st uh for most of the building not, i think it's 90% of the building your price stays frozen for this upcoming season so your price stays frozen for the upcoming season And uh, so I would say, uh, along with all the other benefits as far as getting the best seat location uh, going forward, I mean, we have season tickets that start at $37 per game starting next year. Uh, We're also doing a season ticket holder card, identification card that you can keep in your wallet that essentially, at the end of the day, saves everything that you buy within the building. For season ticket holders, uh, it gets you 10% off. For food and beverage, get your food uh, merchandise is off uh, 10% as well. If you've been a season ticket holders season ticket holder with us for five years or greater. Uh, it is 15% off food and beverage by showing your ID card uh, when you buy food and beverage next next year. Uh, so it really is a, a comprehensive program. It's a way to say thank you to our, uh, our most important and loyal customers.
1: Mike Stanfield with us. Mike, help me get my arms around two different things. Number one, what was the... What was the number that you all ended up for the 13-14 season as far as season ticket goes?
3: A little over 13,000 season tickets uh, that the, the community got this past year. And uh, I think we sold about 4,800 new season tickets uh, this past season. Again, that goes back to value. And uh, you know, as far as uh, the the changes that are being made, the it was the first step of the renovation within the uh, Smoothie King Center, uh, and now this is we're going to be starting phase two as far as the renovations. The seventy million dollars that were put into the Smoothie King Center for an upgrade to make it one of the best in the entire country.
1: So, with with that with that large number of season ticket holders, I guess what I guess I'm getting at here is that the advantage of making sure you stay in a great seat location, uh, early bird gets the worm here. Is that how that works when you have that large of a number?
3: Yeah, Sean, I kind of relate it back to 06 uh, with, with the Saints. If you didn't get season tickets back then, that was the last time we were that they were available to the general public, there's a wait list now. And, uh, again, for, for Pelican season ticket holders, there's an opportunity possibly to improve your seat location right now uh, but it's also to, to keep your, your place in line. When you go back, you look at when, when the team drafted Anthony Davis uh, three years ago, uh, two years ago, I should say, we won 21 games. Last year we won 27 games, and we're certainly on pace to win a lot more games this upcoming year. Uh, so it, 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 it is an exciting time uh, as far as this third year with the, the Anthony Davis era.
1: Let me ask you one more question. This has to do with finances. Uh, Yesterday, no, I guess it was Friday I got in the mail uh, my letter from my kid's school that tuition and all that was coming up. (laughs) And so I know in our community with so many folks in a similar boat, this can be kind of a tough time of year. Let's say I, as a season ticket holder, Mike, want to renew right now and take advantage of the early bird situation, if you will. And I can't, but I can't write the the big check today. Does that make sense? So can I renew now and then work something out with you all?
3: You absolutely can. We have payment plans that go from, you know, three months, four months. All the way to a ten-month program for you. So we try to make it flexible. If if everybody's situation is a little bit different, and that's why we have somebody that can work with you one-on-one. You know, Sean, one of the, the one of the greatest secrets that we have over here is once you're a season ticket holder, you have your own personal rep, and this is a person that can can do those extra things for you that uh, really works with your own circumstances. Everybody's circumstances are different. And uh, there's, there's not, you know, there's not one set way to do it. And we, we work with people individually to make sure of what, what their needs are. We're able to accommodate them.
1: All right. Best way to get this done uh, right now. Is it, is it the telephone? Is it electronic? What would, would you suggest?
3: 504-525-HOOP. Okay. 505-HOOP. Uh,
1: okay. And, and, of course, those who are looking to renew already have a season ticket rep, Correct.
3: They do, okay. And uh, if you're looking for season tickets, uh, you know uh, now would be a good time. Obviously, uh, this this next year, year three of the Anthony Davis era. This is uh, the, the progression that we've seen. Uh, I should say year four of the Anthony Davis. Uh, it, this is where uh, big things.
1: Yeah. No, you got an all star now. Yep. You're going into it with an all star. Hey, while I've got you, Mike, real quick, what's left for tonight? Anything?
3: as they say limited amounts there are, <laughs> there are there's a limited number of seats that are available tonight uh the, the floor I will tell you the floor is completely sold out tonight and uh it it again the smoothie king the, the fans have been wonderful this year the the support that that uh, the club's have received
1: no doubt no doubt I know you and your staff will be looking to take care of a lot of folks I appreciate you coming on today and we'll see you tonight at the game we'll see you then yep mike stanfield Senior Vice President of Sales for the New Orleans Pelicans, Saints too, uh, as we uh, kind of uh, launch the season ticket renewal process this week. It's here. It's already here. I can't believe it. Uh, Along those lines, a lot of basketball today here on the show. Uh, We're going to continue our conversation about the Pelicans, where things stand now. Um, I'm going to try and answer, uh, or I'm going to try and ask uh, a lot of questions. I know some fans have been wanting to ask Pelicans General Manager, Dell Demps. We're going to have maybe our longest visit with Dell in some time. And it's yours right after this on the Black and
0: Blue Report. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas.
4: Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab?
0: Just supposed to get this round.
4: Whoa, interception!
0: But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light, for the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer in St. Louis, Missouri.
4: As one Energy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand? That's the power of people. Entergy.
0: It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report.
1: Welcome back into the Black and Blue Report on this Monday. We've already talked to Mike Stanfield. As we know, it's a big uh, week with regard to the launch of season ticket renewals for the Gosh, it seems weird to say, the 2014-15 season, uh, but that's, that's where this conversation starts to go. And as promised uh, earlier in the show, we'd have uh, General Manager Dell Demps on today. Good to see you, sir. I know that uh, you've been a very busy guy over the last couple of weeks between All-Star and trade deadline and everything else.
2: Yeah, we were busy, but, you know, we, we didn't make any deal at the trade deadline um, has come and gone. But, you know, we're, we're still happy with their core, and we're looking forward to moving forward with this group.
1: A couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. Let's, let's start with that, the trade deadline that you had just referred to. Um, can you help me understand the new trade deadline? You know, a lot of folks say, well, the new CBA has changed the way that we should probably look at the February trade deadline. And as a result, it, I, heard, I saw one writer write, it's just boring now. It's 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 harder on general managers to make deals. It's harder to move players. You and I were talking earlier. It seems like there's a couple of different, I guess, boxes you can put trade deadline scenarios in now. Uh, what, what would those be and where do you, what box do you find the Pelicans in at this moment? Well, it's interesting. You know, whenever you make a trade, on the most part,
2: you're trading an asset for an asset, a player for a player. You know, that's the first way of looking at it. And so if you trade a guard for a center or a small forward for a guard, you're, you're, on the most part, you're keeping pretty even. Now, every once in a while there's going to be a trade where it's a home run where a guy says, man, you made this trade for this player, for that player. How'd that happen? But that, that's rare. Um, a second way of looking at it is um, sometimes the team will give up an asset to acquire talent. You know, I, I, for a good example would be is that if you give up a draft pick, And then you might take on a player for that draft pick. Now you added talent and the other team added an asset for the future. And a lot of times those things happen. I think for us at this trade deadline, we were only looking to add to our core. We We weren't really looking to make any adjustments. We were looking to add. And, you know, we didn't want to give up any assets to acquire any more players at this point. Um, You know, we did that last summer. Like, you know, we gave up a draft pick in this upcoming draft to acquire Drew Holiday. You know, we feel Drew Holiday is going to be our point guard for the future. Mm -hmm. And so we think, you know, we have him under contract for four years, and we're hoping that, you know, he he grows old here and his kids graduate from high school in New Orleans. And so we
1: didn't feel comfortable giving up any more
2: assets to add players at this time.
1: Let me ask you this. Did you get a lot of phone calls? A lot of phone calls. A lot of phone calls. Okay. You've had a reputation of dealing Mm. Um, so was it hard because you had said to yourself and your staff, we're looking only to add here to be able to just kind of sit tight this time around? If,
2: if a situation would have presented itself that we felt we could have added to our group, we could have added more talent and added them for the long term, we would have done something. Or if we were in a situation where we needed to add something for a short-term fix, we would have done something. But none of those situations presented itself. And so, you know, we felt comfortable with a couple of the deals that we did earlier you know, weeks before the trade deadline, um, you know, adding Luke Babbitt. You know, we, we felt like, that, you know, we like him. We think that he has a bright future here. You know, he's, he's had some good games. And, um, you know, we added Alexis Ajinka. Uh, you know, we added those guys before the trade deadline. And we and we think that, you know, we're getting a good look at those guys. And we're going to see, you know, if they're going to be important pieces for us moving forward.
1: I had somebody tell me that with regard to guys like Ajinsa and and Babbitt and others, some somebody said – there's a reason that they're available. And I thought that was a pretty cynical way of looking at things. When you looked at those guys, how far back did you have to look or, or did you have to say, okay, this guy actually is available and we like him because of, because of what? What was, what was the deciding factor with those guys? Well, a guy like Babbitt,
2: um, you know, he was playing great in Europe. And I really believe if he would have become a free agent this summer, a number of teams – would have tried to get him. So the reason why he was available, I thought like you know, we were able to get him to get out of his contract early, and he didn't hit the free agent market. I think the same thing for Agensa. Um Agensa was actually leading the EuroLeague in scoring, which is considered the best league outside the um, NBA, yeah. considered a higher level than college basketball. And I think if he goes to the free agent market this summer, a number of teams would have tried to acquire him. So mm-hmm. we thought that... We were able to get in early and get those two guys into the program um, and really get a good understanding of if they can help us, if they can't, or, or if they cannot help us ahead of the curve. Because what you don't want to do is, you know, next year should be a big year for us. You, we don't want to go in next year with guys on a roster we're still wondering about.
1: That's a good point. All right, so this week, obviously, the franchise is going to start the, start the ask, as I call it. They're asking folks not only either to renew their season tickets, but maybe to bring in some new ones. In, in my eyes, it, in, in a conversation with you today, there's two parts to that. Number one would be the current state of things. So I was looking back on it earlier. You, missed the f- you didn't have Ryan Anderson the first nine games of the season. You've gone the better part of two months now without Anderson again, Jason Smith on top of that, Drew Holiday as well. It's less than two dozen games that you've actually had the team that you envisioned in October play together on the floor for Coach Williams. So with that being said, how how have you been able to evaluate what has happened and what we should do here or what we should look to see over the last almost two dozen games left?
2: You know, coming into the season, um, we knew we had a lot of new faces. We put a lot of new parts and we wanted to see how they gel together. Um, my thinking was. You know, let's see how it looks the first 15, 20 games. See how this group looks. And then, you know, Ryan breaks his toe. So you don't really get a true evaluation. You know, Tyreek comes in with the, you know, he didn't get to play in the preseason because of his ankle. And then we got the group together and, um, you know, we go on a stretch. We go 12 and 10. You know, we're feeling pretty good. We're thinking like we're going to make some noise. And the next thing you know, the injury bug just hits us. You know, Ryan gets the injury and then Drew gets the injury and Jason and Tyreek. And then, bam, you lose nine in a row. And, you know, I I thought we had just got right back into that mix. We're about to make a run, and the injuries hit us. Um, And it's been unfortunate. Um, You know, I I still want to see this group play together. I I believe in this group, and we still want to add more pieces to this group. I think, you know, we're a fun group to watch. We're explosive. We can really score a lot of points. And I think moving forward, I think we want to add a couple more pieces on the perimeter and in the interior to improve our defense but i think we'll be able to score with anyone in the league
1: well, that certainly proved to be the case during that 22 game stretch you were talking about there as far as the scoring goes it was way up more so than in any other year under under coach williams as well or any roster that you'd put together um by the way speaking of the injuries is there any update on ryan anderson or drew holiday at this point
2: we're hoping by the end of the week to get a little more clarity on those two guys you know they're, they're, they're tough injuries you know one with the tibia and um the other with the herniated disc, um, with Ryan, um, you know, we're getting the checkups, you know, he's been going through some testing. He's, he's done some light workouts, um, a little bit of, you know, on the bicycle treadmill type things. And, um, he has another test coming up at the end of this week and, uh, the same with drew, you know, on the tibia, it's, it's a tough thing. It's, it's one of those injuries where, you know, for the lay person, um, I'll say it's, uh, you know, it's right. Like on the shin, you know, mm-hmm. And you're wondering, you know, has it healed? Um, will it heal? Does it need surgery? You know, those decisions we think will be made in the coming days.
1: Will that be good for? Will that decision be good for the guys on the current roster that are healthy to know whether or not either of those guys is, is coming back or isn't coming back? Do you? I mean, you does want it to bring know. finality to it? it you know, we always
2: want to know, but you know, I I think that we got to keep building. You know, I think um, we got to keep building and growing and improving. You know, I think the team is, you know, is on track to improve compared to last year, and obviously we wanted to take a bigger jump than it looks like we're going to take this year. But it's important to us to keep improving.
1: What's the conversation between you and the head coach as far as with this many games left? Um, the conversation about playing to win games and playing into situations where you might be able to evaluate current pieces. On a grander scale, because of the injuries you've had,
2: exactly. That's what it's like who's going to be here for the future? You know what pieces fit, what pieces don't fit. You know, we want to put ourselves in the best possible position for our for our franchise moving forward.
1: So uh, I guess, do you do you say, hey, let's play so and so extended minutes to have a look? Is that is that part of the daily conversation now or?
2: Well, with all the injuries, it looked like that's what's been happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> may not be the choice,
2: right? Yeah, I, uh, I think that. every guy on the roster this year has been given an opportunity. I don't, I don't, think there's one guy that can sit back and say, "Hey, I didn't get a chance to play."
1: Right. Looking forward, um, in all likelihood, because of the the situation and the deal you made with Philadelphia last summer, at the moment you don't have a a draft pick for the summer. Is that correct? Correct. You're well, right. you know, it, we could win the lottery. You can win the lottery, yes. Yeah, our pick is protected through the top
2: five. So Correct. we need to get a top five pick or we will not have a pick.
1: Right, and but in all likelihood. We do not. You do not. Right. So how do, you, how do you add to your roster, as you were talking about, in that scenario?
2: Oh, we'll have some money to spend this summer. Um, you know, our cap is in a great situation. Um, we're nowhere near the luxury tax. And so we, we do have the ability to go add players this summer.
1: Do you like the free agent market this summer? <laughs> of course. Okay. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean like some know, years are better than others. Yeah. I mean, but
2: you know, we're not in the max game, so, you know, we're not going to be looking for players with contracts over $10 million, but, you know, we have a number of exceptions that we can use and we got a couple of ways we can get creative as well.
1: Can I get you to tell me areas of need or you want to keep that close to the vest right now?
2: Well, I think that, you know, we, we definitely need to, um, you know, probably add something to the, you know, our, I think one of our wing positions are, you know, probably on the interior. Okay.
1: Um, Can I ask you about the Pierre Jackson situation? I I hear so many different stories or impressions about what it is or what it isn't or anything else. The bottom the the one thing I know is this, you hold his NBA rights. Correct?
2: Yeah. I mean, Pierre is a player we acquired on draft day last year. And, you know, the kid has some bad luck, you know, to start with. You know, when we acquired him, you know, we we were stacked at the point guard position. And before we drafted him, you know, we had conversations with him asking, you know, if we did draft you, um, we don't know where you'd fit on this year's roster. Do you want to go overseas? And he said, yes. And, um, and so when we drafted him, you know, we asked him to play summer league. But because of the trade, he wasn't cleared to play summer league until the third game. And then um, he didn't get to come to any of the practices. So, you know, the guys had practiced for four or five days, and they had a couple games, and we kind of just threw him into the fire. Um, then he catches pink eye. So then he misses the next two days, recovering from that, and then he comes back for the last game. And, you know, he didn't get a good opportunity to show what he could do. Um, and, like I said, our roster was filled at, at the time with the with the guards. And so, you know, he ended up going overseas, um, got homesick, came home, went to the D-League, and has played great. Um you know, he, he's had a number of 40-point games and even a 58-point game. We've been monitoring. I actually went to him play, and we sent some of our scouts and, you know, management personnel to watch him as well. We've been in constant communications um, with his representative and with Pierre. Um, recently, he just signed a deal to go to one of the top teams in Europe. I mean, he's going to go play for a team um, named Fenerbahce in Turkey, which is arguably one of the top five teams in Europe. And wow. so, I mean, he, he's going. He, he's already left. He's in Turkey right now. Um, we'll continue to monitor him over there. You know, our plans moving forward with him is, you know, he plans to play summer league with us this summer. And then I think as we're putting our roster together, we'll get a true evaluation of, you know, where he fits in
1: with us. How long do you hold his NBA rights? Until he signs the NBA contract. Okay. There's no expiration date. Like in baseball, Correct. when you draft him, you get one year. No. We, no.
2: We, until he signs an NBA contract um, – we, we hold his right.
1: Okay, is it is it uh is it silly of me to think or look at him as he could be your draft pick that you don't have this that summer? That was
2: the plan. Okay, you know when, when when we talked to him last year about um going overseas for a year, that was the plan. Was hey, you know we're not going to have a draft pick next year's draft. He's going to be our draft pick. Okay,
1: there's no. still time to figure it all out. Yes.
2: Okay, he, and he's still you know he's a young player you know, you, I love his story, you know, coming out of high school, now highly recruited, goes to junior college, you know, plays great in junior college, goes to Baylor. And I still remember the first time I saw him play, um, I went to watch a number of players at Baylor that were, you know, they had four potential first round picks on the roster. And I remember walking out of the practice and saying, he was the best player on the floor. And then going to a number of games, I kept saying he was the best player on the floor. And then, you know, he ended up being, I think the big 12 player of the year, yep. leading the league in scoring and assists. And so, You know, he's done a magnificent job of every place he's gone. He's played well, and his teams have won.
1: One more thing before I let you go, because you and I have gone out kind of on the speaking circuit before. Uh So let's just pretend here on Black and Blue Report today that there's a season ticket holder sitting in the room here. What's the one thing that you'd want him or her to know before they maybe make that that financial decision or that investment in what's to come next season? Well, I think... Our
2: core group, and you know, like they do these weighted averages, and that's like you know, when how many of your players that are young actually play. On you know, our weighted average, we got the youngest team in the league. Um, we got a group of core guys that are really, really good, that can really score and are really fun to watch. You know, we have an exciting brand of basketball to watch. Um, I had to anticipate these guys are gonna be healthy. You know, Drew Holley doesn't have an injury history. You know, I think he had played in 98% of his games before this injury. And Ryan Anderson has a history of playing well. So we expect these guys to fully recover, and we think we're going to have a really, really good team next year that's going to be exciting and fun to
1: watch. Good stuff. Glad you stopped by. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Any thoughts on Clippers tonight, Pelicans? I know there's only a couple tickets left in the building, but uh – Uh, This is always an interesting one. We
2: need the fans, you know, with all the injuries right now. We need the fans to come out and make some noise and
1: uh, cheer on the pals. Good stuff. We'll see you tonight. Thank you. That's General Manager Dell Dempsey with us here on the Black and Blue Report. More to come right after this. All Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion, because we know we can save you some money. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight this Monday, February 24th, when the Los Angeles Clippers come to town. Tip-offs at 7 p.m. The Pelicans Fest pregame block party gets underway at 530 and features live music, the Zataran season ticket garden, and interactive games for the kids. Tickets are limited and are available while supplies last by calling 504-525-HOOP or by visiting pelicans.com today.
0: He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report.
1: Turning our attention to football as we talked about the Combine is uh, starting to wrap up in Indianapolis. So a big weekend up in Indy, and our own John DeShazer was there, along with a host of Saints personnel, led by General Manager Mickey Loomis and Head Coach Sean Payton. Mr. DeShazer had a chance to sit down with the head coach, and
5: here's their visit from this weekend past. What are some of the things you look for in the interview process with players? Well, it's, it's, it's challenging because it's only 15 minutes. Um, so the first thing you get is an, uh, a first impression. You have a chance to you know hear a player talk. Um, the first part of the interview is background. You find out a little bit about his family, um, what, uh, what other sports he's played, brothers, sisters, um, who are those important people in his life? Uh, you try to find out if there are any off the field incidents. Uh, so as much as you can in five minutes on background and then the next ten minutes of the meeting is, is spent on football and really football IQ and, and in a very short period of time we're trying to find out, you know, how quickly can a player learn? That's one of the hardest things for our scouts to, to get, you know, you, you can watch the tape, um, talk to the coaches, you can look at grade point averages, you can find out if he's a college graduate, but one of the challenges for us is finding out, you know, how quickly he can learn football. And oftentimes players that maybe don't score well on certain IQ tests uh, are exceptional learners. Uh, they be, may just, for whatever reason, not have tested well. So the first five minutes is background information and then the next 10 minutes is, is football and football IQ. And we know the drills and all that process is going to go on also. How much stock do you put into that? I mean, I know you guys have film on all these
2: guys. You've done your homework. How much do you put emphasize on what they're doing on the field here?
5: Well, there's a, you got to be careful not to elevate a player or bring a player down too much because of this. I mean, the very, very original purpose of the combine was for the teams to combine information medically. And so, I would say the most important part of the week is injury history, health. Um, Are there any uh, type of prescription drugs the player has to take? Uh, So that that combine referred to combining the information medically on every player that's draft eligible. Uh, Then you get into some of the drill specific things. You get a chance to see them do certain drills and I think more importantly compare them over the last 10 years to players that scored the same way they did in a broad jump or in a 40 yard uh, dash or in a shuttle. But I think most importantly, you have a history of videotape and I think that, that really is most important. The production this players had in college and I also think just it's, it's the first time for a lot of us to meet these players and, and so you get really, we just finished interviewing a receiver Uh, who was outstanding in the room. And you can really visualize this player on our team, and so those impressions, I think, are extremely important. Mm -hmm. This franchise has done a really good job of drafting, not for need, but the best player available. How important is it to stay away, I guess, from reaching for a need and being able to get the best guy available? I think it's very important. Um, I think the, the need sometimes factors in when two players are graded very close. Um, but you, you're, you're hoping during the course of a draft as magnets come off the board, when you're approaching your pick, there's still one elevated clearly higher than the others. That decision is an easy one. Uh, the more challenging decision that happens oftentimes is there's a clumping of magnets that still remain at, at a certain level. You know, there's a linebacker, a safety, and two receivers. Um, then you really get into the specifics and, you know, depending on the round you, you're in, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of moving there and, and you're, you're actually clumping those players in a circle and talking about them, 15 picks before you select, pros and cons, what we think. And so, uh, you know, it's not an exact science, but I think the one thing we try to do is find guys that we feel like are going to fit our locker room, guys that are going to be, uh, accountable, they love football, and, you know, we, we, we kind of feel a little bit of an obligation to the current locker room, you know, guys that uh, our players currently would want us to bring in. Now, moving ahead, um, after this, there will be pro days. How many do you know, If how many of you guys will attend, and, and if so, how important are those? Well, they're important because There are a number of players that may not work out at the combine, you know, A, because of an injury they're still recovering from. Um, You know, there's a small percentage of the players, and they're generally players that are gonna be taken in those first 15 or 20 picks that may elect to not necessarily do the drills at the combine, but wait to do them on their pro day. So, our scouts, this is an extremely busy time of the year. Those guys are flying in and out drive into campuses. Um, the pro days will take place leading up to the draft. Uh, they're, they're also important because what you're want, wanting to do is have all the blanks filled in. You're wanting to have the tests, you're wanting to have the, the, the agility, you're wanting to have all the drills so that you can punch it into your computer base and at least recall information, um, whether it's injury history, whether it's uh, his grades, Um, you're trying to factor all those things in to to get your your best grade. All right,
1: guys, thank you very much. The NFL calendar rolls on. Still big things to to come in this offseason. The NFL has now found a way to get us something good each month to talk about all the way up until training camp, and our coverage will continue, of course, at NewOrleansSaints.com. We'll wrap up today's show, a good one, on this Monday right after this.
4: Every year, people whose statistics say would die from a serious health problem come to Auctioner and live. To us, nothing proves quality more than saving a life no one else could. In fact, on average, statistics say patients who come here are more likely to survive than at other hospitals in the state. Incredible outcomes aren't just happening at one hospital either. Seven of the top hospitals in the state for survival rates are auctioner. We are also Louisiana's only hospital ranked by U.S. News and World Report in eight different specialties and number one in the country by care checks for liver transplant. It's no wonder people from all over the world come here. A higher quality of care, one more reason to choose Ochsner. And with hospitals and health centers all over the region, connecting is as easy as finding the Ochsner name. Learn more about why quality matters at OchsnerQuality.org. Auctioner,
0: healthcare with peace of mind. Pelicans.com and New Saints.com. Your first stop when following your teams.
1: Big thanks to Mike Stanfield today, certainly to Dell Demps and to head coach Sean Payton for their participation in the Black and Blue Report today. Producer Dan and I are glad that you're able to join us and help us spread the word, won't you, about our broadcast, which comes your way each and every weekday Afternoon Central. It's no appointment radio. The podcast is available on the Two Team websites, iTunes, and on the Two Team apps. That mobile app for the Pelicans improves day by day. And if you haven't checked that out, you need to do so. Just like the Saints app, it's free to you uh, to have on your mobile device, whether it be uh, Android or Apple. Keep that in mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Black Blue Report, or follow me personally at Sean Kelly Live, or Daniel over there at D Salerson. Keep in mind, we're back at you tomorrow with more coverage regarding the Pelicans. We'll sprinkle in some football as well, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll be talking about a Pelicans win uh, tonight against the Los Angeles Flippers. Again, limited tickets available uh, for those of you wanted to come on out to the uh, Smoothie King Center tonight. Otherwise, I'll see you on the radio. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock across the New Orleans Pelicans radio network, and it's yours on television, of course, at Fox Sports New Orleans. For all involved, we say thanks. Have a great rest of your Monday.